Well, hello and welcome back to another episode of Bible Prophecy for today. My name is Heather Sprague, giving you news and views from a West Texans, a biblical point of view, one you're not going to find in your mainstream media. Guys, <laughs> so much is going on. So much is happening every day. New stuff is coming out, like, you know, the Great Reset's planned by Agenda 2030. They're talking about no meat, no meat, no dairy, no private cars, and little clothing, and air travel. They have it all down, folks. They have it all down to, uh, you know, how many pairs of new clothes or how many articles of new clothes that you can buy a year. Heads up, ladies, is like eight. You get eight new clothing items a year. Uh, that's not going to bode well with too many women, I don't think. Probably too many guys in this day and age either. Um, I'd probably do just fine with that because I, I don't buy clothes very often. Uh, yeah, not very often at all. <laughs> I like my comfy clothes. What can I say? Uh, what else? Here's another huge one. We have um, Australian uh, police describe premillennialism as an extremist ideology connecting belief to terrorism. Yeah, you knew that was coming. Yeah, buddy. And uh, the day your doctor won't treat you if you aren't the right kind of patient. And uh, ding, 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 ding. It's closer than you think, folks. That article is by Robert Spencer. It is posted the 3rd of March. And you can find that at frontpagemag.com. And uh, we'll talk a little a bit about that. And another big item on the, on the menu, I like to say here, uh, if you do or if you're on YouTube... And you guys watch um, Andy Woods, Dr. Andrew Woods. Let me see if I can pull it up here. Uh, it was their, um, they had a big old prophecy con conference. Let me see if I can pull it up here. 2023, they've got the old ones on here. And uh, it was fantastic. Yes, it's Bible prophecy, God's order of events, rapture to eternity, a prophecy conference that just happened uh, February the 24th through the 25th. Fifth, and folks, so much on there. I love Don Perkins. I love Andy Woods, and uh, Oliver Melnick is on there. And uh, my all-time favorite, uh, Doctor uh, David Reagan, is on there. Now, if you if that name sounds familiar, it's because he is the founder of Lamb and Line Ministry, who had a whole lot to do with the raptures and had a whole lot to do with. Um, uh, prophecies about Bible prophecy and eschatology. And so that name may sound, and he's got a lot of great books, by the way. I've got several of them myself. Um, but anyway, if you haven't had a chance to, to watch that prophecy, jump into it. They have it broken down into each segment. And I'm looking at them right now. Um, so Don Perkins talks about God's order of events. And so you'll want to know, uh, if you ever want to know about the rapture, the second coming, the thousand year reign of Christ, um, you know, the Bema seat, uh, the great white throne, all of this stuff. And when the earth is destroyed and when, you know, God makes a completely new earth and a new heavens and all of that stuff, you want to know how that all plays out in what order? Hey, go check it out. He's got it all right there. In about an hour, you'll learn all of that. And of course, this premillennialism wrong. Dr. Andrew Woods talks about that in the rapture, uh, what it is and what it's not. Don Perkins has that. Of course, there's Q&A. And there's a lot of good questions in there, too. But the big one I want you guys, uh, if, you, if, if you're if you're very, you know, ever been curious about the book of Daniel and uh, what it has to say about uh, prophecy right now and the rapture and all of this stuff, go check out how did Daniel warn us about the tribulation dr andrew woods 
tells you all about that in about 45 minutes. <laughs> they talk about what the mark of the beast is and what it's not. Uh, the Jewish wedding system and the bride of the Messiah. Oliver Melnick talks about that. So guys, a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff in that conference. And I tell you, what, I'm watching it now. I absolutely love it. Uh, I just got through with the book of Daniel. I don't agree with everything that Andy Woods says, but I tell you what, he makes a pretty dead bun good uh, convincing argument on some of it. So we'll leave it at that. Oh, I love it. I love it. Love it. Anyway, so let's start with the day your doctor won't treat you if you aren't the right kind of patient. All right, folks, I'm going to bear through this. Uh, forgive me a little bit. I have a bad, bad headache, but we're going to get through this. So... Uh, Robert Spencer, like I said, posted on the 3rd of March, uh, frontpagemag.com. So anyway, could the day come when you are denied medical treatment because you're white, male, or a member of some other group of oppressors? Of course it could, and it's coming sooner than you might think. Even in solidly red Tennessee, where Donald Trump won 60% of the vote in 2020, a new report has revealed that the Tennessee Star on Friday called the pervasive infiltration of woke diversity, equity, and inclusion ideologies in Tennessee medical school curricula and programs, unquote. That's the mouthful of garbage. Just tell you. Anyway, could this have an impact on the quality of your medical treatment? You bet your life, and you may end up having to do so. Yes, folks. Uh, the report comes from the Do No Harm, an organization that is devoted to protecting patients, physicians, and healthcare itself from the practice of medicine based on discriminatory divisiveness ideologies. Do No Harm states that the same radical movement behind the critical race theory in the classroom and defund the police is coming after healthcare, but hardly anyone knows it. And uh, if you guys did not get a chance to watch Pastor Billy Crone's uh, Klaus Schwab, the fourth industrial revolution update number three, sermon number three. Ooh, doggy, you want to go check that out because, oh, that is jam packed full of some info you're going to want to know. Anyway, moving right along, one of those who do, uh, one of those who do is a John Saylor, a fellow at the National Association of Scholars, who published a chilling article in the Tablet last Wednesday entitled "Welcome to America's Ra Racialized Medical Schools." Uh, I'm, yeah, you think that's a radicalized, but it does say racialized. Hmm. Okay, the subtitle was "Forget about the oath to do no harm." Future doctors are being forced to swear allegiance to racial dogmas. Saylor noted that increasingly, medical schools and schools of public health are enthusiastically embracing the values of DEI. You know, the diversity, inclusion, and equity. You know that. Anyway, so Saylor noted that the increasingly medical schools and schools of public health are enthusiastically embracing those values in instituting far-reaching policies to demonstrate their commitments to the cause. Uh, to many in the university and perhaps in the country at large, these values sound benign, merely an invitation to treat everyone fairly. In practice, however, DEI policies often promote a narrow set of ideological views that elevate race and gender to matters of supreme importance. A key aspect of this initiative is a research mythology um, called Public Health Critical Race Praxis, or PHRCP, um, designed, as the name suggests, to apply critical race theory to the field of public health. Folks, Pastor Billy has a lot to talk about this, too. Ooh, doggy, and some uh, evidence to go along with it, which is quite upsetting, quite scary. But you got to think about your public health, your health individually. Right now, we already know that public health has been sold out. 
um, to big government, to big pharma, to, you know, Klaus Schwab and crew. And uh, if you watch Pastor Billy, you'll understand that our food supply has been that way, too. But, of course, if you read Revelation, beginning in chapter 6, uh, where the seal judgments begin, and who opens those? Jesus Christ. Jesus is the one that opened those. Uh, but if you follow through, uh, you're going to see the world is being set up for that right now, being set up for the famines and everything that's going to happen. And uh, now is the time, folks, if you do not know the Lord Jesus as your Savior, I do not know what you're waiting for. Now is the time to make that decision. Whew, I tell you all the time, I tell you that, and I really mean it. I mean it. Um, you don't want to be here for the tribulation. There's no there's no guarantee you'll survive any of the tribulation. Um, you could be on a flight when the rapture happens, and both those pilots could go, and that plane's going to crash, and you're going to die. Um, so you're probably going to want to know where you're going to spend eternity. And uh, I don't know, man... I don't even know what to say. <laughs> now is the time. Today is the day of salvation, Jesus says. Anyway, that weighs on my heart a lot. I think about that a lot because there's a lot of lost people out there. And I know where I'm going. You know, I know uh, that if I was to die, I know I'm I'm, I'm going to be in glory. I'll be with God. I'll be with the Lord Jesus, you know. And uh, to me, I, I know where I'm going. But I know a lot of people who won't go, who won't be there. And uh, that hurts. And uh, hell is for eternity, you guys. It's not just, you don't go there for a prison sentence. You know, you don't go there and serve five years or whatever. You're there for eternity. For eternity. You know, how could a good and loving God send anybody to hell? Well, he didn't. <laughs> he didn't send you. You sent yourself there by denying um, his son, Jesus Christ, who paid the penalty for your sin and my sin. Who knew no sin, who took sin upon himself. So... Anyway, moving right along, folks. Oh, I tell you, I just I just know time is short. And, you know, time is short. Anyway, so the practical upshot of this is that conventional triage, which in emergency rooms prioritizes treatment based on the seriousness of each patient's condition, will go out the window. Instead, um, those who are considered part of a victim groups will receive preferential treatment, while those who are part of what is what are designated as oppressor classes will go to the back of the line if they get treated at all. Uh, this is already happening. Sailor pointed out that during the height of the COVID pandemic, New York, Minnesota, and Utah issued guidance for allocating monoclonal antibodies that heavily prioritize racial and ethnic minorities. Yes, folks, you heard that correctly. Dr. Jane Orion, Executive Director of the Association of American Physicians and Surgeons, uh, the AAPS, uh, minced no words declaring that these programs should be called what they are, anti-white, anti-excellence, anti-science, and anti-Christian. She added that they sacrifice the needs of patients, even their lives, to a totalitarian political ideology. The One World Government, sorry, One World Religion, One World Health, one world monetary system, you know, the digital IDs and the digital currency. And that's where we're heading, folks. We're heading to Revelation chapter 13. So fast. I tell you, 
I'm telling you, I'm telling you. Oh, boy. So the prospects for a firm, however, are bleak. Orion explained that these programs are pervasive in organized medicine as well. The advocacy agenda of the American Medical Association, the AMA, and others is completely woke and punishes dissent. The ultimate equity is equal immersion in death. Immersion in death. Oh, guys, I'm telling you, there's a difference between equity and equality. There's a huge difference between those two words. And uh, they're for equity. Equity has nothing to do with equality. Equality is we all have the right to go out and take whatever opportunities we have and make the best of them. Equity is we're just going to make everybody the same. Well, and in this case, not everybody. If you're white, if you're a male, uh, if you're a Christian, if that doesn't apply to you, <laughs> we'll put you at the back of the barrel. You know, as I like to say in Texas, you know, if you drink beer back in the day, like and I did way, way back in you know high school, those good old days, you know, there's Coors and then there's Keystone, and we used to call Keystone the bottom of the keg, you know, the bitter beer face beer. <laughs> it's kind of like this now. You guys can just go uh, to the back, go to the back. You know, if there's enough left over, we may, you know, we, we may see you. Maybe not. Folks, get your affairs in order. Oh. Mm-hmm. Time is running out. So the new emphasis on wokeness in medicine has such disquieting implications that even the uber leftist Washington Post has come out against it. Uh, Marilyn Singleton, a board-certified anesthesiologist and visiting fellow at Do No Harm, stated that said in the post that last Wednesday that when I graduated with a medical degree in 1973, a black woman in a class of mostly white men, there was a real sense that the days of obsessing over skin color and making race-based assumptions um, about our fellow human beings was finally fading and hopefully soon gone for good. But then came the leftist present-day fixation on racial issues. That racial obsession Session has come rushing back in academia, politics, business, and even in my beloved medical profession. Uh, but now it's coming from the opposite direction. The malignant false assumption that black people are inherently inferior intellectually has been traded in for the malignant false assumption that white people are inherently racist and therefore less deserving of medical treatment. I know you see what the end of this all looks like, right? We're heading to the tribulation. We're heading north the... Uh, uh, the book of Revelation describes the end days we'll be living in. And so if you want to jump ahead to see what's coming, uh, I want you to go to Revelation chapter 6 and start there. And uh, you have a pretty good idea of what's heading, heading our way. Uh, but the good thing is we as born-again believers will not be here. If you are a born-again believer in Jesus Christ, uh, you won't be here because he's going to come and take us home. He's going to take us out of here because right now he's gone to prepare a place for us. He's coming to take us home. You can check out uh, Titus 2.13. <laughs> we are looking for the appearing of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ, to come and take us home. And these articles that I read to you guys, um, it just shows you how close we really are. Um, you know, the rapture of the church is imminent. The second coming of Christ, on the other hand, has a lot of events that lead up to that. And... Um, so much stuff is happening and so fast. This is setting the stage like just it's unbelievable. The conversions of signs are here and already has been have been here. And Jesus said, when you see these things, be 
begin to happen. Lift your heads up high because your redemption draws near. These things have begun to happen for a while. And we see them moving into places and moving pieces, man, just floating around. And you can almost see the big picture, guys. You can almost see the lighthouse on the puzzle there. You can almost see it is here. And uh, I don't know what to tell you. Um, if you don't know the Lord Jesus as your personal Savior, today is the day of salvation. Don't wait another moment. Um, these elitists, these satanic people who are minions of Satan, um, they have this whole thing. It's like the Fourth Reich, but they call it the Fourth Industrial Revolution. And if you're watching along with Pastor Billy Crone following his series on Klaus Schwab, you'll have a better understanding of who that man is. And how wicked and evil he is. And uh, you know what they have done. They have infiltrated our food supply. They have um, infiltrated the water. Farming. Um, Did you know that only a select few companies. Actually own everything. I mean everything. Go watch uh, Pastor Billy Crone's latest one on Klaus Schwab. You can find it on Rumble as a matter of fact. Um, or even better yet, go to getalifemedia.com, getalifemedia.com. And even so, you can also download the app. Tell you what, um, if you do watch Pastor Billy Crow when he said, Heather from Texas, look, that's me. <laughs> I love Pastor Bobby, Pastor Billy. Oh my goodness. Um, you guys get there, take that class, become an online member. I tell you what, it's family and uh, you want to do that. Also, if there's not a church in your area, um, Pastor Billy Crone of the Church there at Sunrise, they offer classes, and they will get you guys set up for a home church. Tell you what, you're going to want to do that. Athy Creek, Athy Creek does what Pastor Brett, Brett Meter, Meter um, fantastic, love him. His latest prophecy update was the other day. Check it out, guys, Athy Creek, that's A-T-H-E-Y, Athy Creek. Woohoo! go check it out, some good stuff. Guys, uh, I'm going to get off here early this evening. Uh, I start my new job tomorrow morning at 8 a.m. Central Standard Time. <laughs> and I'm excited about that. I'm working from home. Thank God. I'm super excited about that. And I picked up some more dog customers. So God has definitely been blessing me. And I'm so thankful for that. He always, always takes care of us. Remember that. He's never going to leave you nor forsake you. And um, anyway, with that, guys, I'm going to get off of here. And I'm going to go to bed because it's, uh, it's about 10 o'clock my time now. And uh, there's just so much stuff going on. I could be on here forever, but uh, I'm, I can tell I'm getting like a, my allergies are kicking in or something. I'll tell you what, I don't know what's up. But um, tomorrow, there's an article I want to cover with you guys, and it's a, it's a doozy. It is a doozy. And I don't know if I mentioned earlier in this episode, I think I did, um, about the Prophecy Conference with Andy Woods. Anyway, I'm going to put that uh, link in the description to that, to one of them, and you can follow the rest of them from that one link. Um, it's fantastic, by the way. And uh, But the big one is Dean Dwyer. I like Dean. Um, he's in Australia. I love him. He's in Queensland, Australia. And uh, I quote a lot of his articles, but I haven't seen any here lately. But here's the big one. Uh, and you can find it at harbingersdaily.com if you don't want to wait for me to tell you about it tomorrow. But it's called Australian Police Describe Premillennialism as an Extremist Ideology Connecting Belief to Terrorism. And my dog is totally upset about that. Squirt is uber upset. He is uber upset. There's a German Shepherd, like I said, lives across from us. And uh, I don't know how he knows it. 
I had the blinds closed and there's a balcony out there and I don't know how he knows, but he knows when that dog goes outside and when that dog goes inside. And so he throws an absolute fit. So <laughs> don't know what I'm going to do when I'm working from home. I'm going to have to, um, I don't know because <laughs> I'm all the way back in my office and he can hear him. But anyway, folks, once again, that article is by Dean Dwyer. It's Australian police describe premillennialism as an extremist ideology connecting belief to terrorism and you can see how satan hates premillennialism he hates it because he knows it's true and he doesn't want you to know that so you see the hatred against us folks and why is that why why would that be because it's the truth it is the truth so anyway with that guys i'm going to get off here and uh, may god bless each and every one of you as we await as we await the appearing of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. I'm looking forward to that. I hope you guys are doing your rapture practice because I'm doing my rapture practice. <laughs> guys, if you do not know Jesus as your Savior, I implore you not to wait another moment. That's on my heart. It's been on my heart uh, a lot. And uh, you can be sitting on your couch in your recliner. Got your little fur butt with you. You know, sitting there drinking a whatever iced tea here in Texas. We like that sweet iced tea. <laughs> and uh, eating you some Cheetos. I don't care what you're doing. But if you feel the conviction of the Holy Spirit, now's the time. Don't wait. Because, you know, with these clutch shots and stuff, you may not have another moment. You could be one of those that drop dead. Don't want to scare you or anything. But if you got the shot, you know. Uh, by the way, Dr. Malone um, has a great therapy, if you did take the clot shot, of how to um, reverse that and get those spike proteins out of your body. So uh, Dr. Malone has posted a great article on how to do that. And like I said, if you're not a member of uh, Sunrise Bible Church, you might want to be because you get some great emails from Jeannie. I love you, Jeannie. <laughs> you're fantastic. She keeps us up to date. Um, gets you, gets you the good stuff. Let me tell you, you want, you want those emails. You want to get that information and knowledge. Praise the Lord uh, for that ministry. I tell you, I'm so thankful for them. Anyway, guys, if you don't, um, today's the day of salvation. Don't wait another moment. We're all sinners deserving of hell. The wages of sin are death. We've all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Every single one of us is wretched. Every one of us are sinners deserving of hell. And, uh, you know, you can't do enough good works to make up for that. <laughs> You're not going to stand before God and say, well, I, I helped grandma across the street that one time. <laughs> None of that matters. All of our, all of our good works that we think are filthy rags to God. And, uh, none of it matters. You have to have a savior. And, um, Jesus came and, uh, he was born of a virgin. He lived the perfect sinless life. The man who knew no sin took sin upon himself, the sin of the whole world. And he died in our place. He took that punishment in our place. And uh, God raised him three days later from the dead. So that same power that raised Jesus is going to raise you too if you believe in him. Because you'll be raised to everlasting life with the Father. And if you don't, you're going to go to hell for, for eternity. And... Uh, it's a free gift. Don't let anybody tell you that you have to pay the church or you have to say hell mayor, whatever garbage that the Catholic Church tells you. They're a cult and they're demonic. Don't listen to that. Pastor really did a great, 
great study, Bible study on Catholicism. GetLifeMedia.com and you can check it out. But today, but today, if you have not accepted Christ as your Savior, today is the day. Admit you're a sinner. Confess with your mouth, Lord Jesus, I'm a sinner. Ask him to forgive you of your sins, and he will. Confess that Jesus Christ is the Lord of your life. Confess that that he came and he died on a cross. He died for your sins, and that God raised him from the dead three days later. Make confession unto, unto your faith. Man, today's the day, guys. Please don't wait another moment. The good news is still here. It is powerful. That's the only thing that's going to save you is Jesus Christ. Cry out to him now while you still can. He loves you. Doesn't matter what you've done. Doesn't matter how bad. Believe me, I'm a wretched, wretched person. Man, if he can forgive me, oh man. <laughs> He'll His blood covers everything. Covers all sin. I'm so thankful. For his grace is new and his mercies are new every morning. Every morning, guys. The Lord's goodness and unveiling love will pursue me all the days of my life. Psalm, uh, was that Psalm 23, 6. <laughs> I love it. Get in the word of God, you guys. And let the word of God get into you. You know, my pastor, uh, he did a fantastic sermon today out of Luke and uh, I learned something I didn't know. I didn't, you know, I didn't know. And uh, we may talk about that tomorrow. Anyway, be in prayer for uh, my pastor, Dallas Stringer. He's, he's got a lot going on health-wise, especially his eye. Oh, Lord, we just pray that Father God would heal his eye. And uh, my cousin Leslie is still very ill. Uh, be in prayer for her. My old partner at work, my partner, Johnny. Uh, Johnny Hoggett. He is 73 years old. So, wait, is today today was his birthday. I think he's 74 today. And he's got COVID. So, the guys be in prayer for him. And I think he, he got both, both jabs. So, please be in prayer for him. And the 10th of March this year will be his one-year anniversary that his wife went to be with the Lord. So, you know, if you'd be in prayer for him, I sure would appreciate that. I know he would, too. He's a pastor as well. Pastor Hoggett. <laughs> pastor Johnny, in other words. Um, so much going on in the world today. We need to be praying for each other. Definitely. Oh, man, I'm a firm believer in prayer. I am. I know the Lord heals. I've been healed. I know he heals. I know he hears our prayers. And I know that, you know, no matter what, no matter what you've done, how many jabs you've taken, you know, when the Lord's ready for you, he's going to take you home. And if he's not ready for you, you'll be here on this earth to fulfill the plan that he has you to fulfill. And so remember that, you know, in this day and age, you know, we got you got to be ready anyway to go home because the Lord could call you home tonight. He could call, well, he could call us all home in the rapture. That'd be great. But he could, he could call you home tonight. Are you right with him? Are you? I'm not saying... Um, I'm not saying that if you've sinned and you haven't repented that you're going to go to hell. No, if you're saved and you know, you made that profession of faith into Christ and he is your personal savior and you have that relationship with him. I'm not saying that if you sinned, you're going to go, I'm not saying that you, you can't lose your salvation, but you can break 
uh, communion with him, the fellowship, that sweet fellowship we have. When we sin with unrepentant sin, you know, is he going to hear your prayers? No. You've got to get back. You've got to get back to him. You've got to repent of your sin. And he's faithful to forgive you. Every time he come back, I'm sorry, Lord. Confess, like, I'm sorry. And he'll forgive you and restore that sweet fellowship with you. So tonight, before you go to bed, or whenever you're listening to this podcast, make sure, make sure that you are back in good fellowship with Father, with our Heavenly Father, with our Abba Father, because he loves us that much. Why waste any time? Why waste time not being in fellowship with him? So, guys, with that, I tell you, uh, I'm going to go and I'm going to spend some time with the Lord. And then, uh, you know what? Tomorrow's a new day, the Lord willing. Uh, we'll see. We'll see what tomorrow brings. With that, guys, I really am going to get off here because you're on text. So we got to say bye at least three or four times. <laughs> I love you guys. I really do. I thank y'all so much for listening. And um, anyway, with that, oh, man, get in the Word of God. Let the Word of God get into you. And Maranatha, Lord Jesus, Maranatha.